0: Sports Talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill.
1: Two up here for you, Pels fans. Zion Williams, named the starter for Western Conference NBA All-Star Game. General D speculating, he needs to get on the court. So he can get the money and he can play. He can do that. Does that mean he's closer to returning on? I don't know. We'll see. Pels practicing tonight. Diana Rossini. She's on my TV right now on the Max Kellerman show. She said something about Mike McCarthy and his future coaching job there. Joe. We're touching all of that and more. Raphael Esparza this hour. Next hour, Leo Haggerty at 2.30. Marlon favorite at 2.15. Arrested away. I want to hear from you guys. Saints fans, what do you make of this week in the NFL coaching cycle? Search. Colts second interview just Saturday already, second interview with Giants defensive coordinator tomorrow really haven't heard anything with the Texans Ross Jackson who we spoke to last hour brought up a very interesting point that the Texans when they did the Zoom interview with Sean, they said that the interview process has been completed they haven't even met in person, so Texans out Panthers are out, Frank Reich's there now bit of a controversy going on there Colts don't seem interested is it just down to the Cardinals kind of really seems like there's just anarchy going on in Denver I mean if you just click anybody that covers that team or the gentleman that said that there was a problem with ownership in the meeting something went awry with Sean Payton in Denver about a power struggle possible power struggle then Sean tweets that could be further from the truth and if you read the Comments to Sean Payton's tweet. It really doesn't seem like Bronco fans want him. Lots of, he's just saving face. This is total BS. Believing the report over Sean Payton. Imagine that. Huh? Is the market maybe what he thought here? If I'm a Saints fan, are you like, hey, dude, take the job if he gets it? If you're Sean Payton, if you get offered something, you take it. What are the odds next year? I mean, everybody's already saying, well, the Clipper, I mean, the Chargers and, you know, the the Cowboys will be available. Oh, Will they? It's a big gamble. Well, he's happy at Fox. Is he really? Is he really happy at Fox? Look, if you want to ask me, and again, no one's asking me, and he's not, but I'm just going to give you your opinion, and we'll go to the phone lines. I think he was done here. I think he just wanted a change of scenery, and I think he was done here. I think he saw the tea leaves or whatever, and you know what? I get it. I've thought about moving. Who wouldn't? Better economy, better scenery, if you like that sort of thing. I I, Better opportunity. I mean, I get it. The man met and wanted to meet with the Dolphins. Saints said no. The man met with the Dolphins behind Mickey and the Sean and the Saints team's back. It happened. Like the NFL investigated and they find the Dolphins and suspended the owner. It happened. It was not speculation. It happened. So if the man's doing that, he don't want to be here. He's not coming back. He doesn't want to be here. That's fine. So I look at that as more of, ah, I'm done He's not. He said he's not done coaching. He said right afterwards, I'm going to coach probably sooner rather than later. He said all season on Fox and on the Colin Coward Show, I want to coach the guy three weeks ago on the Tom Brady podcast. Let's go. With Jim Gray, the man said the thing he misses the most is 1.40 a.m. meetings and at 1.40 a.m. they find the play from two years ago that was used against this team that he can't wait to use this week. Who in their right mind says that? The only person that says that is a guy that clearly misses coaching. He wants to coach. He just didn't want to do it here anymore. That's fine. I got no, I got no problems with that, man. Go be happy. Everybody should be happy. Whatever makes you happy, go be happy. But that's what I'm saying. I, 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 I think going back to the studio ain't gonna be his choice. I, I absolutely think he wanted to coach this year. Sure, he would have liked the Chargers. Sure, he would have liked the Cowboys. Sure, he would have liked those teams. they they're not there. And I think that's the thing he has to think about as well. What will be there next year? A lot of times what you project doesn't materialize. And I'm just saying, the fact that he wasn't the first one, that you haven't been asked to be, maybe it is. Maybe if he didn't want 20 to 25 million, maybe if it didn't come attached with a first round pick, all of the teams would want him more. I think that is an absolute reality. That's a possibility. I mean, it it, it matters. I would love a certain type of car, but can I afford it? Can I afford the maintenance? Can I afford the gas? I'd love it. I think some teams would absolutely wouldn't mind having a guy that's won a Super Bowl, that's one of the best coaches in the league, won a lot of games. But is it worth what they would have to give up and worth what they would have to pay? That's something he needs to think about. I think if the Cardinals offer him the job, he takes it. Jack, what you got, man? How are you today? Hello, Jack? Hello, Gus. Hey, buddy. How are you? Hello, Gus. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, yeah. Gus, you know,
2: in all this Sean Payton talk, I think we may have overlooked the uh, the biggest sports story of our lifetime. You know, just last week, LeBron has scored 40 points on, on, on all 30 NBA teams, and within the next two weeks, he's going to be the leading NBA scorer of all time. Now, the question isn't whether there should be a national holiday for him. <laughs> It's, where would you put it? I mean, look, there's already, there's already a King's Day,
1: yeah.
2: so I'm thinking LB, LBJ Day, maybe, maybe on his birthday. I, I'm, I, honestly, I don't know when his birthday is, but I'm thinking maybe something like that. What
1: do you think? You, you do know that the odds-on favorite game, his birthday is December 30th, by the way. The um, odds-on oh, favorite dude. for him to break the scoring record is right here on February 4th on a Saturday when he take on the Pelicans. He has to average 29 from here on out. He has to average 29 from here on out, and then he'd have to drop 33. This is when that came out a couple days ago. So, obviously, what he needs to average depends on when it goes there. But, yeah, I mean, the odds on favorite in Vegas, the Caesar Sportsbook, you name it, the, the game to watch when he could possibly break it, the highest odds is right here at the Smoothie King Center on Saturday, February 4th.
2: And Gus, my other question for you. Well, I have another. My other question for you is: When are you and me and Scott going to go see House Party? I'll buy the tickets whenever y'all are ready.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, man, uh, yeah, man, it's uh, be interesting to see what happens here moving forward, man. What what do you think, dude? Do you think it's down to the cards or else? I I do, huh? I mean, I don't see anywhere else where he's going to get offered.
2: Well. I tell you this. I think I don't think he. Should, I wouldn't like if I were him, and I can't be him. I wouldn't take that job. But but I know some people, a couple of relatives who really have a distaste for Sean at this point. And I think that I think that would work out pretty well, you know, because you uh, you, you would get the high draft pick, and and then Sean would probably. I don't think coaching for the Cardinals would add to his resume. So, so, uh, he might
1: just coach himself out of a possible Hall of Fame career. Hmm. Yeah. I, like I said, it's, um, I, I don't know if he thought that it was going to go the way it did this year with it. And I mean, it's a hell of a demand, right? 20 to 23. And I wonder if him negotiating in plain sight like he did on Coward maybe hurt him. You know, I don't know.
2: Hey, well, go- Gus, one last question for you and I'll just hang up. Do you do you think this whole situation that you kind of laid out is pretty much killed the, the, the hopes of all the people who thought they were going to get two number ones for him?
1: Do you think he gets two number fours? Is that what you're saying?
2: No, no. I, I, I know quite a few people will, will still think that they should get the uh, you know, the, the package that, that the Raiders got for uh, you know, for groups. Oh, right,
1: right, right. Do you right. think that um Do you think
2: that's pretty much killed that? There's no chance that's going to happen now. I, I don't see
1: it. I mean, again, I go back to the man negotiated in plain sight, right? Him saying on the Coward Show that he believes the Saints' compensation is a mid-to-late first-round pick. Then he added that he'd already talked to Mickey Loomis. I mean, the guy pretty much cut it off. I mean, you know, so I don't know if it's this year or next year to your point uh if you're going to get two first rounders i i think at best you get a first rounder and a second you know um right. or as ross says if it's the cardinals you're i mean you ask for the 3 i mean you ask for the 3 until they tell you no but i think the likelihood that if it is arizona it's the second round pick this year first round pick next year I mean, I, right. I, 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 I highly doubt. I, I'm, I don't see it. I, I don't see this year, or next year's first round pick. No, I, I don't see two first round picks. I think, even if you get this year's first round pick, it may just be it. Maybe they say, okay, we'll give you three, and then you're done with it. And then you'd have to decide if that's enough, or do you sit there and and if they say, you know, just a bunch of seconds and not first. I, I don't know. I just, I, I think because there are no other offers. I don't know how much leverage the Saints sort of have, you know, in, in, in reality. Because at this point, I think if I'm Mickey, I'm taking what – I mean, I'm going to negotiate. Obviously, I'm going to I'm going to ask for the moon. But I take what I get, man. I, I take what I can get right now.
2: And, and, and Gus, just for the Cardinals, okay, it, it seems to me, obviously, I don't know. But it seems to me that, like I said, Sean's trying to get to a Super Bowl. I, I just don't think he can do that. And, and and it wasn't just General D that brings up Tom Brady. There's a lot of people who factor Tom Brady in all of these scenarios. At some point, his arm's going to fall off. He's going to be 47 next year. I don't I don't see how you can just assume that he's going to he's the answer to anybody's question. But you know, and he he hasn't even said he's going to play next year. So right, I guess we'll have to wait and see.
1: <laughs> but guys, have a good weekend, man. Thank Thank you, you man. Appreciate it so much. 809 It is going to be interesting to see what happens over the weekend here, right? Again, the senior bowls close combines right after the senior bowl the following week. I think we'll know something by the weekend. I mean, if, if an offer has been made, I don't know how that's kept If the Cardinals made an offer or not. Or make an offer or not. But. When you spend that much time. As General D says. As he did yesterday with them. They're not seeing. How he compares to others. Right. Does that make sense? Like you know. I mean if I'm like. Well. I want to bring other people in. And they did. You're going to know immediately. Like. You know pretty much within the first five to seven minutes of meeting somebody, an idea of who that is. you want to go on a date with somebody, if you want to hire that person, I, I mean, you, you, you can get that. So when you spend hours, that's why so many Saints fans are kind of like, what did you do with Eric B. Enemy for seven hours? I mean, <laughs> by the way, he hasn't been asked, has he? That I, that I can think of, huh? Has he been asked for an, a, an interview by anybody this year? Sports Hangover continues next to Rafael Barzo on ESPN New Orleans.
3: Today's Medical Minute is provided to you by Thibodeau Regional Health System.
4: Hello, I'm Billy Nakian, the director of the Spine Center of Excellence at Thibodeau Regional. Have you had a recent neck or back injury? Or have you been suffering with recurrent neck and back pain? Have you been searching for relief? Thibodeau Regional has developed a unique approach to treating neck and back disorders. The Spine Center of Excellence provides a comprehensive, patient-centered approach to ensure that you receive the right care at the right time from the right provider. The Spine Center is different because it offers centralized access to multiple specialties and services. Patients and their referring physicians are led by a nurse navigator through a process of assessment and treatment individually tailored to the patient's unique condition. In addition to total care coordination, the Spine Center's comprehensive services include everything from high-tech diagnostic imaging to physical therapy, surgery, alternative medicines, and chronic pain services. If you're experiencing back or neck pain, call today. 985-493-4501. 985-493-4501. The Spine Center of Excellence of Thibodeau Regional will put you on the path back to your normal routine.
3: This Medical Minute was sponsored by Thibodeau Regional Health System, nationally recognized for providing the highest level of quality care and patient satisfaction.
1: Energize your business
5: with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Home How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports! That's how they talk in the major league! Now
0: back to the sports hangover with Gus Cattingale.
1: At BSI Doc Sports. I'm going to follow Mr. Rafael Esparza as always, sir. Appreciate the time. How are you this fine Friday? Is it too chilly for you? It's beautiful outside.
0: Uh, the sun's out, so uh, it was, uh, I had to be up super early this morning, so when I was walking to the car, it was a little nippy. I mean, you were probably still cuddling in the bed, nah. sleeping yeah. as, you, as you normally do.
1: Six fifteen, sir, every single morning.
0: Minimum. Yeah, uh, I'm an hour ahead of you already. Really? You're up at 5? Yep. What are you doing at 5?
1: Yep. Well, I guess East Coast, right? Uh, East Coast time. East yeah.
0: Coast time, yep.
1: Okay. Hey, um, what do you make of the, the all-star list for the NBA? Average, you have some odds already? Who's the MVP? Who's picking who? I mean, cause everyone, everyone, the captain's gonna be picking the rest of the team live.
0: Yeah, we won't put any of the MVP odds until they pick uh, the teams. Uh, but it, it, it didn't shock me. I'm a little shocked on the Zions because of how many games he's missed. I mean, I understand the name, but uh, I think the play has to come around uh, as well when you're selecting it. I think that's the only thing. I mean, there was a couple of snubs, I thought. But like I said, I'll wait to see when they pick the games out before we start throwing out props and odds and stuff like that. But, okay. but it was
1: interesting. Okay. Um, I saw earlier today a couple of people speculating as well about, um, what some of these other teams are going to be doing with the coaching situation. What do you make out of Denver? Cause it, I don't know if you saw Sean Payne's tweet yesterday. I guess in his mind, correcting the reporter that says there was a, there was a, there was a snag in the interview where. It could be a possible power struggle with a member of ownership and all of that. And he's like, no, nope. couldn't be further from the truth. Had a great meeting with them, and then he spent all day at Arizona. But as far as Denver goes, does it seem like everyone's on the same page there? Because it really does look like there's some that would rather go Ryan. And then there's some people over there that kind of go, hey, our highest paid player is Russell Wilson. We need to be thinking about somebody that can fix him. What do you hear?
0: I'm in a little of both. I'm still hearing it's either those two or Arizona still a slight edge. Because uh, those rumors that uh, the power struggle, where smoke is usually fire, it doesn't matter what someone comes out and says, hey, that's untrue, it's untrue. Normally, it's probably a little bit of truth behind that. That's why I think I still believe in other sources I'm hearing still think it could be Arizona. Uh And then Denver, so it's gonna be interesting. But I totally agree. Or I, I think in our text chain or something, right. if he doesn't get a job this year, he ain't getting half of that money he wants or those draft picks next year because it's word of mouth. I look at Bill Cowher. I mean, he he thought he was the greatest gift of coaching, and he took two years off, and then at the, at the same after he kind of wanted to come back in, right? There was nothing left for him, and that money wasn't there that he really wanted. So. I think if Sean wants to go somewhere now and get that money now, he's going to have to go now because he won't get it next year.
1: Yeah. No, I am with you 100%. And that's why I think – and I think just the, the, when you look at the whole process, we were talking about this yesterday with John and Scott on the show, that if I'm him, I get offered a job, you might want to take it. I mean, you might want to – it's not to say that you're going to get offered next year or or what you may want or you know, hey, let's see if the Chargers blow it, if the Cowboys blow it. I guess you can sit in that situation. I also saw this. What if he's waiting and maybe waits the old team waiting in the wings to get their ducks in a row? Could it be possibly a team that's currently in the postseason and maybe wins the Super Bowl? Andy Reid. What if he retires after this? Could they be a team that remember, Sean wanted at the draft Pat Mahomes? He said it. They they moved they were they won. They were gonna take him before K C moved up and snagged him in front of him. So Could that be a possibility where you sit there and wait, and see if Andy goes, and then that could be a spot in the situation?
0: I could see that, but normally, uh, unless for some reason he has some kind of hidden health, which I'm shocked that he doesn't. I'm not not saying that he's uh, (laughs) – he doesn't look like the healthiest guy on the sidelines, and he loves cheeseburgers. We all know that. Uh, That that, that wouldn't shock me, but I think there's other coaches on that staff, I think, that they would bump up uh, because they don't need that – name to be their head coach. They have a name as their quarterback and tight end and other places. They don't need that Sean Payton, the greatest gift of coaches that i have ever lived in the free agent market is, is all I hear about. Uh, they don't need that name to go to KC.
1: Well, along those lines, right, Eric Enemy that I know of, didn't get an interview this year, did he?
0: I don't think he did. Uh, and maybe that just tells me that maybe they would just bump him up uh, if that's the case. Uh, but yeah, I've he, right? I, I not heard his name or anything about being in an interview.
1: Yeah, it would make sense that he would do that. It would be really hard for KC to say why they would do that, right?
0: Yeah, they would. That would be a huge PR HR nightmare if if that was the case, and they hired Sean Payton and not <laughs> right. uh, be enemy. I'm just I'm just saying that'd be a no. huge huge uh, pl- uh, PR nightmare. I would think.
1: It's true. What are, what are the Colts doing? What, what What's the desert feel they're going to do?
0: I still can't believe the Saturdays are still involved in that one. I think they were kind of all in if Harbaugh really wanted, but then when he backed out, I think they're back to square one. Uh, I'm actually shocked. that I thought the Colts were going to make their announcement first before anyone else did, and then Carolina. I don't know what they're doing over in Carolina uh made there so it's gonna be very interesting i think the colts are next i just don't know who
1: texans what do they do oh
0: i don't know i mean (laughs) i mean i know the texans still say they're in a hunt for peyton and they they had great interviews but i don't think peyton goes i i I just think these teams are waiting to see what sean peyton does and what arizona does and denver goes because if he goes there and then okay, the people who thought we were going to go there jump ship and we can grab them to go to Houston or Indy or any other possible spots.
1: I said earlier this hour, I think we'll find out by Sunday, if not sooner, from Arizona, right? I mean, because you're not spending all day with him and then going to dinner with him to get to know him, to compare him with other coaches, right? I mean, that guy knows and they know at that point, when, when it's past two, three hours, four hours, five hours, it's now dinner time. Like you, you got to have a sense that at that point, it's more of a, a relationship build, huh? Because I, I guess what I'm getting at is in that first hour of that interview, it, it, the first five questions, right? Kyler Murray, how do you plan on this roster? Like all of that stuff is going to be early. Like when you're getting to dinner time, that's not who you're drafting and all that other stuff, huh?
0: I can see that. I've said that Arizona would have their head coach before media day of Super Bowl. So that's next week because of the week off. So I can see Sunday, but I think their head coach is there when we start seeing all the media frenzy over for Super Bowl and because Super Bowl is in Arizona. So Sunday, I think it's a little bit early. I was thinking maybe Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we were hear something, but I agree with you. It's sometime next week, Arizona announces. Right. Just so they can keep piggyback on uh, on the press that's going to be there for Super Bowl.
1: I mean, I understand hiring a head coach is a little different than some of the business meetings you and I have had. But the point being, in that first 10, 15 minutes, the, the the harder business questions are asked early, right? And if the dinner's continuing, we're now two, three hours in and ordering a second, third round of drinks and we're doing dessert, that, that's more of a, to me, it's been a relationship build, right? So when you look at the time frame of that, but Eric B. enemy was here seven hours last year with the Saints, and, and nothing happened there. So I don't know. Right, I mean, my
0: t- my last interview that was that they we did a whole interview process, and they took me a hot dog on a stick afterwards. And I figure once I saw them make the lemonade, I knew my job. I knew I had the job.
1: <laughs> hot dog on a stick. 49ers and Eagles. That is the first game on Sunday, 2 p.m. on Fox. Eagles two-and-a-half point favorite here. Um. What You have the league's top defense versus the offense here, right? Rushing game. I mean, how do you view this one? Do you think the over-under is 46? That's a good number? Do you think a 13-10 game's on its way?
0: Uh, I think the first game might have the most points uh, in it. I know everyone thinks Kansas City uh, could see it, but I would not be shocked if that one is. Uh, I, for some reason, I know everyone thinks the Eagles a shoe-in, but here's my prediction. Brock Purdy goes in on Saturday night to San Antonio, wins the Royal Rumble, and then flies to uh, on Sunday to play his NFL game and beats uh, his team. I think the San Francisco 49ers win on the road uh, on Sunday.
1: That's incredible. I It's hard for me to say that that couldn't happen, right? But, like, I'm looking at pressure here and, and who can sort of handle that it just seems like, to me, Jalen Hurts all season long, man, is just when he's on, he's on. And he kind of seems like a man on a mission out to prove a wow. lot. And, and when I look at Purdy, he's he's handled it incredible when you think about it um, from the standpoint. But, man, I I, I think that game is going to be one that goes down to the end, man. It's going to be an interesting one. And then you got the Bengals and Chiefs over under 47-and-a-half. Casey just a one-point favorite. I feel like every time I look up on the TV screen – there's video of Pat Mahomes jogging, running. They, they are absolutely trying to show you that ankle is fine. Is that ankle fine?
0: Uh, not 100%. I, I would say probably by game time, they'll probably shoot it up, pill it up, or whatever. He'll be probably 75%, 80%. Uh, so I like KT in this matchup. I know everyone thinks Cincinnati and your boy uh, Burrow and your boy Scott thinks, uh, but the Bengals are going to roll on this one. I, I kind of like Kansas City getting their redemption. I mean, let's face it. The Bengals have owned them. The Bengals have pretty much threw all over Casey's secondary. Uh, but I think Kansas City uh, gets this one at home and finally gets their redemption. I like the Chiefs. I wish I was getting that plus one and a half three days ago. Now it's Kansas City minus one, one and a half, uh, depending on where I, I I think the Chiefs come out and win this one.
1: Yeah. Um. So one of the things that I was looking at as well going into this game, I guess different prop bets. We, we talked a little bit about it with Ben Heisler yesterday as well. Um, when it goes to the 49ers and he goes, I guess I should ask for this one. More, is it rushing yards for Hurts? Like, does he do a hundred? AJ Brown, who's been disgruntled all week, he wants more targets. Does he get a, a, a touchdown? Or about the tight end Kiddles? Like, who gets uh, the most TDs in it? Is there anything I, I can look at for a little extra cash? Oh yeah,
0: there will be profits galore on this one. It's gonna be very interesting with the rushing yards, because I think if San Francisco, if they win this game, they need to control Hurts' uh, rushing and his throwing. So his rushing is 45 and a half over under, and they've been pounding the under. I think it opened up at 46 and a half. So, uh, they just uh, that just tells me, I think they think the 49ers defense will maybe be able to control that I think his receiving yards. I think there's a lot of value on receiving yards. This is a George Kittle over 46 and a half. I think if you, if you like Sam Francisco, I think he flies over the 46 and a half. I agree with AJ Brown, but 72 and a half is his uh, over under for total. I think it's a tad, tad, tad high. Whoa. I like I like Smith. If if I'm gonna bet at Philadelphia Eagles to have a better, uh, bigger receiving yards, I'm gonna take Devontae Smith because he's gonna be able to run quicker than AJ Brown because he's very, he's so quick, uh, especially on those slant moves.
1: More. TDs Chase or Kelsey?
0: Ooh, I'm gonna say Kelsey just because I, I think Kelsey's gonna win.
1: See, I'd I lean to that as well. In that you saw when Mahomes got back, and he didn't have that mobility, he was tattooing the tight end. I mean, he was just—I mean, he's—he's—he's he's a, he's a matchup nightmare, right? So, I—I I think for him, he may look to try to throw it deep, try to push it not there. He's dumping it to Kelsey. Like, I just think Kelsey's going to have, like, 10 grabs this game.
0: Yeah, and I think the running backs of Kansas City uh, for receiving yards, I think that's something you might want to look at as well because I don't think he's going to be running around more, so I think you're going to see a lot of, like, dump passes to Casey, uh, Tony, and stuff like that, so uh, I would look at those as well.
1: Okay. So let me ask you the Royal Rumble. What do you got?
0: Uh, it's, I, I still think it's going to be Cody Rhodes, just because they they want him at WrestleMania uh, for the belt. If if it's not if if it's not Cody Rhodes on on Saturday to win it all, that just tells me a he's not one hundred percent healthy, and b they just don't have a lot of faith in these younger guys to match up with Roman Reigns on a star night of WrestleMania. So, it would not shock me if we see an old timer come out and maybe win it just just because. They don't have that star that can carry the torch because Roman Reigns is not a full-time wrestler anymore. So maybe Stone Cold, maybe The Rock, maybe something totally out of the blue. Sami Zayn maybe stabs uh, Roman Reigns and they put him on there. Just That would be a great selling point for WrestleMania. But if it's not Cody Rhodes, I think the book is wide open.
1: All right, here it is. So um you think it's going to be a good Royal Rumble?
0: I think so. I, th- I think there's a lot of rumors and storylines that are going out there that can be very, very, very interesting.
1: Give me one, give me one.
0: Uh, the Rock. I mean, people oh, want to see. don't tease me they like want, that. You know I wanted the Rock. They, they want to see, they want to see cousin versus cousin at WrestleMania.
1: Do you think that happens, man? Especially after no. what happened with the Black Adam thing, man. I mean, like did, did his career come to an end based on Black Adam? I hadn't seen it, but apparently it was so bad. No one, did the 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 reboots or whatever from the, the movies. It's... It
0: did okay. It did it did what D C movies do. So it wasn't a Marvel movie. And and I think HBO cutting their ties with all the superhero stuff, I think that kinda hurt the rock more than anything. Uh so uh I think that probably the movie was okay. It wasn't it was a fantastic it was better than Morpheus, which got nominated for the worst movie if it's a Razzie Award, so it's better than Morpheus.
1: Okay. Thank you, Rafael I appreciate it. Take it easy. Have a fantastic weekend. You too, man. At VSI Doc Sports. The way to follow over on Twitter. Who you got the AFC Championship game 0-3. The Bengals over the last two seasons. Against the Bengals, rather than the Chiefs, including the playoffs. About all that talk. Mahomes can't beat Joe Burrow. Lots of talk about Joe Burrow being the face of the NFL if he beats Pat Mahomes. Let's talk a little bit about that next. Study in Spain, New Orleans.
2: It's the start of something new sales event at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with the Rams. Long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow.
3: Serving parts Time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me.
0: Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Keyshawn,
2: J. Will, and Max. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN Football Analyst. Right. How can you beat 35-24 for 300? Two touchdowns if there's nothing around you. You're not Bucks Bunny. You're not throwing the ball to yourself. Yeah, first of all, it's mathematically impossible to go 35-24, to gigs So USD education right there. It's 25-34. to There we go. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what I mean. KJ and Max, followed by Greenie. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app.
3: Have you ever thought you're just not a math person? With students more than half a grade level behind because of COVID, your kid may feel the same way. But it's not too late to get involved and be part of the equation. Get your child on track with math at bepartoftheequation.org. Oh, oh, big talker, ain't it? The man that likes to talk. Now,
2: back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN1003.com. 800-998-1003
1: 800-998-1003 as you heard there. the Upper Circle Family Chiropractic Hotline if you'd like to chime into the conversation. Diana Rossini, a little bit ago, had this to say over on ESPN.
3: His job is safe. But McCarthy. it, McCarthy's job is safe, but it came with having to fire a lot of guys on his staff that he has been with for a long time, this right. isn't, these aren't assistants that he just hired over the last three years. These guys go back all the way to his days in Green Bay. So uh, there was obvious conversations that were had between Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy. of You're staying, but changes are going to be made here.
1: Mm, very interesting. Along those lines here as well, uh, Kellen Moore interviewed twice with the Panthers. That play that he had at the very end where... Ezekiel Elliott was the center. Had people going, "What in the world's going on?" Apparently, Mike McCarthy didn't give a ringing endorsement of the
3: evaluation thing. Is not great, and I know sometimes that that falls under coach speak, right? Because they always say, "Oh, we're going to take a look in the mirror," and you know all those great phrases. I do believe that they are going to be evaluating this and take a look at his body work collectively over the last few seasons before they make this decision. But for now, he is employed with the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Mm. About that. <laughs> hey, uh. What about, you know, going ahead and interviewing for head coaching jobs elsewhere, but you may or may not be kept as offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. about that? Very strange, huh, when it comes to that? So, one of the things that we've been talking about as well earlier in the show with Carolina going the route of Frank Reich is what happened with Steve Wilkes. Why that they not go with him. And I mentioned earlier in the show, there's a bit of controversy on that, in that per Pro Football Talk, on January 8th, Frank Reich's daughter posted that she had taken a job with the Panthers. So there's speculation that did they already know they were going to hire Frank Reich and kind of leave Steve Wilkes there and not seriously consider him. Here's Jeremy Fowler as to why the Panthers moved on from Steve Wilkes.
4: Owner David Tepper wanted offensive influence with his new head coach. So Steve Wilkes knew going into this that there was a bit of an uphill battle as a result, even though he did a great job in the interim basis. And right now I'm told from somebody in this camp, that they're going to regroup and that they're going to have several options. They've been talking to teams. Defensive coordinator could be a position that Wilkes gets somewhere. Brian Dable with the Giants was really high on Wilkes in his search last year. And Wink Martindale, his current defensive coordinator, is interviewing a second time with the Indianapolis Colts. So depending on how the dominoes fall, Wilkes could be a coordinator elsewhere. But I sense some frustration in the process a little bit because Wilkes is thinking, hey, look, if you were going to go offensive coach, you know, I'm an adult, you can sort of tell me, and now I went through three weeks of an interview process and had a second interview. Yeah. If it was stacked against me in the first place, then why go through all that?
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh I think that's part of it. Ryan Clark had this to add. Look at ownership
4: What
6: is ownership familiar with? Ownership is familiar with themselves. They're familiar with the people that move around in the rooms they move around in. The people in the rooms they move around in as billionaires look like them. They talk like them. They feel, they motivate, they teach like them. And so when they sit in front of people, what do they want? They want people that are like them. And they want that familiar feel that, oh, that rah-rah, that old frat boy that I'm used to in his excitement. I can get with that the adversities that he's faced and the things that he's going through in life I understand more than I understand the things that Steve Wilkes has gone through in life because I don't know what it's like to be
1: him I don't know what it's like to have to come up in the ranks like him so there's a, a lot of chatter about that process for sure and uh, whether or not it was fair or not I think but well, one of the points that Jeremy Fowler was bringing up there that makes a lot of sense if you're not going to go with that guy and Again, when you see that his daughter was already hired, Frank Reich weeks before, let him know he can maybe go get a job somewhere else. I don't know, but um, so that's being looked at by the league here as well. As far as the other game goes, one of the things that I'm speaking about the AFC and NFC championship game there's emerging storylines. It really does seem like with the NFC, it's about offense and defense, right? I mean, the the run game, the Niners defense, things of that nature. When it comes to the AFC, I I find this interesting. There's a lot of talk about if Joe Burrow beats Mahomes again, beat a fourth time, that he's the face of the NFL. Going to another Super Bowl, again, the only time he didn't go to the AFC Championship game is when he got injured his rookie season. So is he the face of the league if that happens or not? Willie Rofe, Saints Hall of Famer, he was on this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and Max had this to say. If
4: he knocks off
1: Mahomes four in a row and they won the Super Bowl this year, uh, I agree. I, I, Burrow would be the man in the league. He would be you know, Josh Allen hadn't been able to do it in the postseason. He's done it. Hibbert hadn't hadn't done it in the postseason. I think you've got the kid Trevor Lawrence that's, that's up and coming,
0: but if it,
2: you know, you, Lamar Jackson's always in the mix but if Burrow was able to pull it off and win the Super Bowl this year, he would be trying to take the mantle from from Patrick Mahomes who's who's only won one, but five five straight AFC championships, guys you gotta remember he five straight
1: and Mahomes I think the pressure's is more Mahomes than it is more I agree right here's uh, Anthony Munoz Hall of Famer former lineman for the Bengals I don't know if he even cares about that
2: I think it's still a league where you have Mahomes you have you know Allen you have Burrow I think it's still a, a league with all those guys and I think uh, it's something that you know again the fans decide as you know I mean jerseys are big sellers and uh, and I think when you look at that, how are fans outside of, of Cincinnati, how are they reacting to a Joe Burrow? Are they buying his jersey? Honestly, the mentality of this football team, I don't think it matters to Joe about being the face of the NFL. I think it matters to Joe going to Arizona and beating either San Francisco or Philadelphia.
6: Ryan Clark on this. When you look
2: at the way he excelled late
6: in the season against Kansas City, now in Buffalo last week, and being able to win in Kansas City, Joe Burrow is the quarterback that everyone seems to be chasing right now. And I believe winning in Kansas City once again in the AFC Championship only cements that. And now he becomes the Tom
1: Brady of the AFC all over again. Hmm. And then you got Keyshawn Johnson. Has a little opposite take. About uh, this whole is Joe Burrow, the face of the NFL. I can guarantee
2: you, my left and my right arm, he will not be the biggest thing in sports, nor the biggest thing in the national. Why Football not? League. The people have already made up their mind for the next couple years who that guy is going to be. Who is that guy? That guy is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but eventually it's going to be Jalen Hurts, and then if Tom Brady stays, it's still going to be Tom Brady. <laughs>
1: <sighs> anyway, about the other game, right? Okay, you know what? One more. One more take. What's at stake in the AFC title game? Notice this has nothing to do with the rest of the team. It's all about whose quarterback is going to be the more popular one. Here's Harry Douglas. Patrick Mahomes
6: has done it on a consistent basis, and he does have that Super Bowl win. You can't ignore that fact. You can't ignore that he threw 50 touchdowns in one season and won MVP without Tyreek Hill this season, right? What did he do? He had the number one offense in the NFL, and they're right back in the AFC championship game with a lot of people coming into the season, told them that they probably wouldn't make the playoffs or they probably wouldn't even be in that position. So I can't ignore that. That, I just can't. But if Joe Burrow's able to go in there and win an Arrowhead one more time and go on to win a Super Bowl, then we have to revisit this conversation about who's the number one quarterback
1: All right, to the NFC Championship game we go. Rob Minkovich, what does he think the key will be in this game between the Niners and the
5: Eagles? Here you go. It's going to have to be the defense. It's going to have to be the pass rush. We have seen games, especially in the playoffs, won and lost off of getting to the quarterback because when you get there, creating turnovers and and capitalizing on those turnovers, you look at the Eagles and their ability to get to the quarterback. You know, they got Reddick with 16 You have Graham with 11, you got Hargrave with 11, you got Sweat with 11, so they have a bunch of guys who can get to the quarterback, and once you get there, I'm telling you, that's when those big plays happen because a quarterback, they're always looking down the field. They're not anticipating the rush getting to them. They get the the ball off of you. It's a strip sack. It's a game-changing play. And you know San Francisco, on the flip side, you got Bosa. What does Bosa do? He gets after the quarterback. So if you can't stop these rushers, it's going to be a long day. And here's the other thing
1: that I want to play as well, because it kind of goes to some of what I've been saying this week in terms of evaluating the Saints, where they are, the staff, the roster, all of that. I just remember earlier this week, I just went down the list. I went down the standings list of the teams there in the playoffs. I just like you have to just objectively ask yourself the truth that you better. Then this team and that team and that team, is this defense better? Like, your, your defense is not better than the Cowboys. You don't have Micah Parsons. Do you have a player like that that can dominate on the defensive side? Well, I'm not nitpicking. I'm just, I'm just saying, do you have those type of guys? Um, I don't think the Saints are better than the Eagles and 49ers. Gus, they could have almost stopped. I, I know they beat one and they almost beat the other. I, I, understand that. I, I'm asking you when you watch the season, you watch them play. And those games, did they, did they not? Nick Sirianni was asked, does he view the 49ers and Eagles kind of setting this date in stone here, moving forward? Are these the two best teams that are going to be battling for the NFC for years to come? His answer when I return on the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.
5: Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents.
2: The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING.
1: LA20-11134
5: Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again. Somebody has to do something. Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that?
2: users have already earned over 200 million dollars. Now it's your turn. Download the free upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code ESPN10 for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's code ESPN10. Use code ESPN10 for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill up. Cashback's is not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets bakes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets king cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home.
5: How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League.
0: Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau.
1: So, Nick Sirianni Eagles head coach, was asked, "Could the Niners and Eagles be meeting each and every year for the NFC Championship game?"
6: Obviously, I don't. I, I think very in the present, right? And I think about this game and and this day, and not think about you know what could happen down down the road. Um, but. I know that both teams are built the right way as far as their O line, D line. So I'd let you guys be the decider if that, if this is something that could be going on for years. I know the 49ers, if this is their third out of uh, four years that they've made it to this game, that's pretty darn impressive in my, in my opinion. And so, um, that, that's a great streak to have. Sure. We'd love to have that, but all we're really focusing on is, is this game at this time and knowing that we're playing a good football team and that we're a good football team.
1: Um, South Palantonio, <laughs> he's, he's, he's covered the Eagles for years, right? As long as I can remember. Uh, classic Eagles fan here, um, and reporter living in Philly. How much anxiety do Eagles fans have this weekend? There is a little anxiety
0: going into this game. Not because of Jalen Hurts' shoulder, but because the Niners are totally For real. This is the best team that the Eagles will have faced. This is the best defense that they will have faced all year.
1: Only giving up 16
0: points a game. That's best in the National Football League. So you hit the nail right on the head, Max. It's all about Jalen Hurts. Can he sustain himself in a game where the defense is the most ferocious that they have faced all season? Uh,
1: It's pretty incredible when you think about it. Brock Purdy. Lots of attention, obviously, with him. Can he be the guy yet again this week that doesn't make the mistakes, doesn't throw the picks, and puts this team into the Super Bowl with that defense, which is, again, pretty good. I mean, we, we, we saw it here against the Saints, right? Right, when I
6: got Debo, when I got CMC, when I got George Kittle, when I got Brandon Ayuk, I don't need a world beater. And they have to finally say whether it was Kyle Shanahan's decision or John Lynch's decision. We made a mistake with Trey Lance. That if we were going to go talent, that if we were going to look for the guy with the greatest potential athletically, we should have picked Justin Fields. We got the wrong one, but as life would have it, as fate and destiny (laughs) would determine, at Mr. Irrelevant, we picked Brock Purdy know how to lose in the nfl if this kid loses this week it's going to be the biggest shock in his life because he doesn't know it's a possibility of taking the l so no matter what happens on sunday going into next year brock purdy is the quarterback
1: without competition i've seen this banter back and forth of people that cover the team and you know just saints fans as well on social media do you make a play for trey lance they make a play for Jordan Love. It looks like the Packers maybe into, if they can get, something for Aaron Rodgers. Jets seem to be the team that could be the team that uh, looks into that. And, again, there's a lot of speculation with the hire of Nathaniel Hackett that that is for Aaron Rodgers or not. But do you go for Trey Lance? Again, you know they're going to be looking for – I guess I should ask this. Are you down with the Saints giving up future for, you're already freaking out you don't have one this year. Are you okay if the team were to mortgage, use future first round picks for an unproven quarterback? Is it any different in doing that to say move up in the draft, the draft one? Kind of the same, isn't it? You're hoping, C.J. Stroud, you're hoping... I'm saying if you were doing it this year. I know you can't. But you're hoping, Caleb Williams, you're... Like, if you were to throw in a couple of first-round picks, you're kind of hoping. I mean, you kind of did that hoping Chris Olave would be that, right? You did that hoping that Marcus Davenport would be your next Cam Jordan. You did that moving up and and just using your first-round pick with Peyton Turner. So, I mean... It, it's not an exact science, so, but are you okay with that, with a guy that? There's a lot of unknown? But maybe there's more known than perhaps a draft pick? I don't know, it's interesting when you look at it like that, right? Kyle Shanahan, by the way, he was, um, this was a topic as well this morning. Because I think you can almost make the case in argument, too, that is he a better coach than Sean Payton? His offense, things of that nature. And again, he took Matt Ryan and made him an MVP. And they did blow the 28-3 to lead in the Super Bowl. Should have won it. And then he did it again. Blew another lead with the 49ers. So could he possibly blow another lead now? Kyle Shanahan, a couple of times now in the postseason, he has
2: been in a position where his team has been up multiple scores going into the fourth quarter or in the fourth quarter, and he has lost. So do the eyebrows start to raise
1: if that scenario plays out again on Sunday that Kyle Shanahan, in a big situation, is not a coach that knows how to hold on to a lead? Hmm. That would It would be hard to, to say he doesn't, right, if it happens again. Um I did want to play this again because, I again, I was saying a lot of people are feeling a – that the move that the Jets made was to try to entice, acquire, get Aaron Rodgers to New York. Lots of people are like, why are you getting rid of Mike LaFleur? You heard Ross Jackson say he's a very good offensive coordinator, up-and-coming, understands kind of a mix of today's NFL with the traditional West Coast offense, Look, Sean McVay hired him today as the offensive coordinator over there. And lots of people think that the head coach of the Rams is one of the standards or the, the top coaches offensively in this league. Hired him darn near, you know, quickly and immediately. I mean, so he's he's the Rams' new OC. That puts him in line probably for when Mike McVay wants to call it a day to take on over there, right? Jets had him, let him go, fired him. You bring in Nathaniel Hackett, who got fired from Denver, couldn't make Russell Wilson work. Offense looked terrible, couldn't coach. You brought him in. But Hackett came from Green Bay. So, Diana Rossini, was this move specifically done, the firing of LaFleur, the hiring of Hackett? done to bring Aaron Rodgers to New York.
3: Speaking with people in the Jets organization, I was told everything is on the table at this point in the season. Was Nathaniel Hackett hired for the sole purpose of bringing Aaron Rodgers to New York? I was told no. He was hired because he's a play caller, he has good leadership ability, and good teaching qualities, which is something that this team is focused on in regards to Zach Wilson. The plan is to, yes, bring in a veteran quarterback, have Zach Wilson sit a bit, learn, but is that veteran going to be Aaron Rodgers? As of right now, we do not know. The only thing we do know is that Green Bay is looking into this as Adam Schefter has been reporting the last 2 weeks. Hmm.
1: Start again. Is it going to is it going to lead to the higher – is a lot. Of, let's try this again. Is the hire going to lead to Rodgers? Own? There
3: is definitely a, a connection to Aaron Rodgers, but that that's sidebar. The mm. the main reason why they hired him was his ability to connect with players, uh his teaching skills. He's really? going to take over this quarterback room, right? Really? They they know Zach Wilson has a lot of growing to do. He he needs. Someone here who can teach him that improvement. And, and they think by bringing in a veteran, which I do believe that they will do, I just don't know if it's going to be Aaron Rodgers.
1: Did the Jets watch what happened in Denver this year? <laughs> I, sometimes these sometimes hires, or, I mean, honestly, the communications guy, he he couldn't get his starting quarterback on the same page. Oh man. Maybe what Mickey and them did is right, huh? Just bring it on back, baby. <laughs> At least you know what they can and they can't do. Right? Hour three coming up next on the sports hangover. Uh, I'll check in to see if Coach Willie Green had anything to say as the Pelicans practice has wrapped up here as well. Hopefully that six game losing streak comes to an end tomorrow. They will host the Wizards. Zion Williamson named a starter. For the Western Conference NBA All Stars. Will he play? Will he get a chance to play before then? My hope is, yeah. Right. Let's talk about that coming up in our three. Marlon Favorite, Leo Haggerty, your phone calls to open up the hours. The sports hangover on ESPN, New Orleans. Balance. You may know what that word means, but can you apply its meaning to your body? You see, it's all about the brain. At Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic, doctors work to locate and remove any nerve interference so your brain can communicate clearly with your body and help you correctly heal quicker. Located in Lakeview and West Harrison, Dr. Josh Rillette and his team at UCFC utilize a number of therapies to make your road to pain relief, recovery, and total body wellness efficient and effective. Go to ucfamilychiropractic.com for more information. Educate yourself on your body and let us get you back to balance. We don't want
3: you on our team. You're too slow and
4: fat. This is weight bias. I'm worried about your weight. Don't you care what other people think? Millions
3: who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day.
4: You're not the right fit for this job.
3: Unfair judgment by others. Just stop eating so much and exercise some. You lose all this weight.
6: These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody
3: likes me.
5: I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor.
3: Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition.
0: Keyshawn,
2: Jay Will, and Max. Key, I'm thinking about for uh, Valentine's Day with the wife. Thinking like some chocolates, some flowers, maybe do like a nice dinner, something like that. Answer Max? Your question well. What's what Valentine's you Day? Do you, wanna <sighs> you wanna go. You wanna you go. Wanna-